tittle-tattle will lose the battle. Seems to me I've seen that spam before. But it's warm now. Got the stove set up? Kept it under my arm. You go home and pack your panties. I'll go home and pack my scannies. And away we'll go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This place is going to be under new management. Well, somebody's got to hand over the key. I'll have the shoelaces, house dressing, and have the chef remove the tips. Shoelaces? Black or brown? Brown. They'll make it oil and vinegar. A bakery? Tarts! Tarts? Peach? Raspberry? Frank. Huh? It's a brothel. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me once again are my good pals, Simon... Gentlemen. And Al. Hi there. How y'all doing? Today we're starting Season 5, Episodes 1 and 2, with the title, Bug Out. It's the 98th and 99th episode overall, directed by Gene Reynolds, written by Jim Fritzel and Everett Greenbaum. It originally aired on September 21st, 1976, and the production code is U801 and U802. Major Byrne? Don't say anything. Don't tell me not to say anything. I haven't said it yet. What is it, Klinger? It's a secret. Well, then spit it out. We're due for a bug out. Retreating? How dare you spread rumors we're retreating, rumor monger? Would I mong you? It's treason. Anybody who'd say America would retreat is not army. Who says I'm army? I'm delicatessen. And don't ever spread rumors again. Tittle-tattle will lose the battle. A slip of the lip can sink a ship. He's brighter than I thought. We know something you don't know. Major Houlihan is a brunette. Garbage head. Takes one to know one. May I join the conversation? Keep it short. Hi. That's short. Guess what's happening? Santa Claus is coming to town. He is not. And we spent all that money on tinsel. We're bugging out. Retreating. A battalion of North Koreans is headed this way. Frank, is this something you've been dreaming, or has the Major been talking in her sleep? Another garbage head. Two garbage heads are better than one. Wait a minute, when are we supposed to bug out? Any minute. It's top secret. We don't want the enlisted personnel to know we're retreating. Why aren't they invited? Okay, so plot summary for this episode. A rumor that there's going to be a practice bug out causes anxiety. When Potter assembles the unit in an attempt to squelch the rumor, the call comes in to bug out, and the rumor suddenly comes to life. Meanwhile, Hawkeye begins surgery on a patient with a spinal injury. The bug out proceeds without him, Hotlips and Radar, and they quickly learn after the unit departs that they're in the midst of the front. When Potter, Mulcahy, BJ, Frank and the others arrive at the buildings which had been scouted by helicopter, they find the house full of business girls. And Potter gives them Klinger's dresses to persuade them to leave the house. A helicopter comes to evacuate the spinal injury patient and just as the three get ready to go to the new location, they find the 4077 is already returning and eventually everyone reunites back at the camp. What with the Chinese being... Repulsed. I can't stand that pimply voice. At ease! 
You people, get the phone radar. You people have been panicking over a rumor which says that the 4077th is bugging out. That is grade A 100% bull cookies. You service people should know by now that scuttlebutt is as common as cooties in your skivvies. My apologies to those among us of the feminine gland and to our resident celibate, Father Mulcahy. Well, thank you, sir. My pleasure. Now, you take World War II. My unit got the word that Nazis, dressed as Eskimos, had overrun Seattle. Incredible as it seems, half my unit believed it and began hoarding canned salmon. Now then, I have spoken personally to General Hamilton at headquarters. I've known Bink Hamilton for going on 30 years. I am the godfather of his grandson, Sherman Potter Hamilton, 15 years old and can name 24 of the 48 states. Already has an appointment to West Point. The general has assured me there is nothing to worry about. MASH 4077 is definitely bugging out in three hours. Well, we had some uh, interesting guest stars on this episode. We had Richard Lee Sung as Cho Man Chin. Good to see Richard and his teeth return to MASH. <laughs> we also have Frances Fung. She played Rosie. Frances played Rosie twice in MASH. And Don Eatner plays the captain. Don has 64 credits to his IMDb page. And Barry Cahill as the helicopter pilot. Before passing in 2012, Cahill had 122 credits to his IMDb page. His last role was in the brilliant comedy series Sledgehammer. Oh, I remember that series. Ah, I, I used to love, love it. David Rush. Yeah. 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 And then we have Eileen Saki, who played the Korean woman. Eileen appeared in nine episodes of MASH, this being her first. And James Carroll, credited here as James Luff, plays the enlisted man. 21 credits to his IMDb page. And sadly, nobody here was in Quincy. <laughs> no. <laughs> you go home and pack your panties, I'll go home and pack my scannies, and away we'll go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now this tent should have been collapsed half an hour ago. Just getting my gear ready for the truck, sir. You call this gear? Please, sir. My brocade. It's from the Spiegel catalog. I always say, buy American. It's from Chicago. Oh, sure, like Polish ham. <laughs> These are not official gear, and they'll not be transported on a vehicle of the United States Army. I will never give up the Klinger collection. Poor Pokey. Keep up now. Cease! Whoa! It's okay, Snuffy. It's just major burns. Where are you going with these rodents? I'll handle it. I'm just going to put them on the truck, sir. Negative! Don't get upset. Just eat your carrots slowly. Non-experimental rodents are neither military nor medical, and they will not be transported on a government vehicle. These are my friends, sir. Soldier. There are no friends in wartime. How are they supposed to get to the new mash? Well, the guinea pigs can walk. The rabbit can hop. And the goat can do whatever it is goats do. Major Burns, haven't you ever had a pet of your own? Just a canary. Never sang a note. And it bit me. Well, maybe you didn't talk to it right. Are you telling the doctor how to talk to a bird? Major, I can't leave him here. They might get killed. Well, if you start to cry, I'll give you a good slap. All right, let's go ahead and start discussing this episode. You want to start us off, Meds? Yeah, I think this is a pretty solid episode. I gave it 7 out of 10. Uh, I know you see crappy ambulances at the beginning of the opening again. Yeah. Uh, looks like somebody couldn't be bothered to do the titles. Um, there's a bit where, I don't know if... 
I don't know if anyone else knows this, but you know where they're digging the the, um, the pit for the latrine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think BJ says it's uh, Salkowitz. Salkowitz, but that's yeah. Igor. It is. When it's Igor who looks up, so that's a bit of a weird thing. Um, Mr. Teeth is back. Uh, always good to see. Uh, Mike Fowell absolutely shines in this episode I think he, and, and from now on really the the um his lines that he's given um acting against Alan Alder are just brilliant and you really see him as his own character and he's quite I'd say you know Alan Alder's always going to be the lead character in MASH but he, he's he's just underneath him I think from now on he's he's banter between the two of them he's he's, in, he's just incredible and I think this is what maybe Wayne Rogers would have hoped for, um, obviously, which is the reason why he left. So it's good to see that. Yeah. The, the standout moment for me is um, when Radar <laughs> hides behind a pole. It's a bit of a rubbish comedy moment, but he made me laugh. <laughs> and, um, and Frank, who thinks a whorehouse is a bakery for tarts. Ready to set up the OR, Colonel. Stand by, Major. Who are they? Are there people living here? The Assistance League. Assistance League? The oldest profession. A bakery? Tarts! Tarts? Peach? Raspberry? Frank, huh? it's a brothel. A den of iniquity? In this building? If you order before six, I'm sure you can get takeout. It's disgusting. Colonel, request permission for an armed squad to remove them by force. <whistles> Confiscated! Get cracking! Took my whistle. <laughs> well, kind of, it is. Yeah. Well, I, I really, I really enjoyed it, and it seemed to just fly by as well. Especially considering it's like a you know a, a two episode um, you know opener. Uh, I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, me too. I actually have a few notes here. Uh, I, I think I gave it the same rating, about seven, seven out of ten, um, maybe an eight. It was a little bit more enjoyable. I love the Potter shower scene where he's singing. I love to go swimming with bow-legged women and swim between their legs. Swim between their legs. Oh, howdy, Padre. Um, right. yeah. Kind of nasty and risque. Yeah. I just thought it was funny because he's talking about swimming between the woman's legs. Bow-legged woman's legs, yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, this is kind of risque from Padre. Very, very fun. I like the fact that the surrounding uh, people from the mash unit also bugged out, like Rosie's Bar. Yeah. You know, it's like the entire area bugs out. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, I, I love the fact that Klinger makes the ultimate sacrifice and gives up his <laughs> dresses. Uh, I know that was really rough. But it's funny, though, because, you know, the, like the next or the next two episodes, he has like a full wardrobe again. Yeah. And, the, you know, he like say, oh, it took me you know years to get all these dresses. And all of a sudden he has them all back. I liked it. Was, you know, when they call the camp to arms and they're all lining up, there's about 30 people. But I yeah. figured there has to be more people than that at that camp. Yeah. It, I mean, because it looked like there were 30 standing there. Besides uh, Hawkeye and Hulham, who were with the, the spinal patient. Um, but then when they were bugging out, it looked like there were a good 50, 60 people running around that place. Yeah. So it's always numbers, always uh, hard to predict with the uh, Yeah, with you, a you get the lobbies going around in circles, pretending they're more. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, I love the whole blessing of the new spot, the new uh, camp spot, yeah. where... Father McKay, he says, says something, and then it's repeated back over and over Yeah. Uh, through the cars. That was that was very funny. Colonel Potter, sir. What is it, Father? Well, I believe it's customary to bless the sight of a new man. Of course, of course. Stand by for the blessing. Stand by for the blessing! 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 
Hear me, O Lord. 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 I'm just trying to help. The Padre does a single. We thank thee for guiding us safely to this place and ask thy blessing that we may continue to heal and do thy work and for a speedy end to this war. I mean, uh, police action. Uh, well, you know what I mean, Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I mean, overall, I just, I really enjoyed this episode and I agree with you. I think, well, I've always liked BJ since episode one of uh, season four when he was introduced. But mm. he really comes into his own, and he just continues to grow as a character, which is fantastic. And you know I'm a Potter lover, so uh, he can do no wrong. Every episode, yeah. every line, anything he says is hilarious to me. Uh, he's just so brilliant. So, uh, yeah, I was really, really happy with this episode. I think it was a good way to start off Season 5. How about you, Al? Yeah, I, I thought it was a, an okay episode. Uh, I didn't think it was great. I, I thought for a season opener, it may have been just a little weak for my taste. Um, I agree with uh, with you guys on on BJ uh, Potter. I, ever since Potter was brought onto the show, I, I thought his character was great and strong. Um, he had some great lines. His delivery was great. He just seemed to to you know fit in seamlessly. Uh, the first season with BJ was okay. It was a little rough, I thought. But I think you're right. With this season, everything got ironed out for him. Um, mm. The exchanges between between him and, and Hawkeye were just fantastic. They were just like, you know, gunfire back and mm -hmm. forth. Just mm -hmm. perfect. I mean, like they had been together forever. Yeah. Um, and I did catch the same thing you did, uh, Meds, uh, at the beginning. Uh, shovel number three. <laughs> Salkowitz. Yeah. No, that's not yeah. that's not Salkowitz. That's Igor. Igor. <laughs> Straminsky. Yeah. Um, a great example of the phone game. You know how you start one thing or the rumor game, however you want to say it. Uh, it started off small, then by the time it, you know, it got around full circle, it was this just this gigantic thing that actually turned out to be real. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I pulled out the same thing that you did about the the assembly. Uh, Potter wanted everybody in the camp assembled, yeah. and then there was just a handful of people. I think, really? That's I it? was like, wow, if that's everybody, then. Yeah. Okay, I guess. Yeah. And then we got another glimpse of how Margaret really feels deep down about Hawkeye. She respects him very much. She just doesn't want that to, maybe, you know, all along professionally, she's she's always respected him. But I think now it's 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 turning more into a, a reluctant friendship. Yes. You know what I mean? That yep. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, when they got to the new site, the building that they chose for the OR, you know, the 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 bakery, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of small for an OR, wasn't it? I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, they can't really do much in that. Yeah. In that Even room. for a bakery, it was kind of small. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, here's something I didn't understand. When they bugged out, they took all the tents, they took everything else. Why did they leave the frames? To yeah, the I, th I thought everything got removed, so uh, yeah. I, I question that as well. I think just for timing-wise, I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. It just didn't make sense. It's also at the studio, isn't it? It'd be too expensive for them to rebuild it. To remove it, yes. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. 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 I mean, it, it gets burnt down later on and they don't rebuild it, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Practical yeah, reasons, I mean, production-wise. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was kind of funny. Like, so how are you going to put the tents back up? <laughs> Just have, the, have the enlisted men holding them. Yeah, there you go. 
A lot of but all in all, it was okay. Up. Yeah, the tarts. <laughs> you, you know what? Uh, you know, a brothel and a bakery have in common, right? Yes. Oh, God, I'm afraid to ask. Yeah, yeah. I knew. <laughs> Where's my tent? You yell, Hawkeye. Where's my tent? My clothes, my sneakers, my dirty magazines. Uh, Captain Honeycutt, finish pack up the rest of your gear, sir. I hope you left me a change of filthy socks. We take care of the still. Uh, Major Burns wouldn't let the still go on the truck, sir. Think. He wouldn't let cleaners' dresses or my animals go on the truck, neither, sir. I can understand the dresses, but Snuffy and the Doo-Doo twins? The Smith brothers of the jelly bean industry? They're careless, but they're loyal. I'm as loyal as my still. Oh, that's a little alcohol, some corn mash, and what does it give in return? Liquid love. Mm -hmm. uh, can you keep a secret, sir? Scout's honor. Were you a scout? No, but I was always prepared. B.J. Klinger and me worked out a little deal with uh, What's On Ye for the use of his cab. He's going to haul the still and the animals and the Klinger collection. <sighs> Ray and I, when all this is over, I'm going to adopt you. <laughs> I've already got my mother and my Uncle Ed. I'll sleep on the couch. <laughs> all right, on that note, let's move on to some behind the scenes. I will start us off. Uh, this is the first episode in which William Christopher gets credited in the opening titles. <laughs> it's about bloody time. I know. Gah. And the opening title theme song is slightly extended to accommodate the change. Yeah. I know Meds would be very happy about that. <laughs> oh. He's no longer a guest star. Yeah, no, it's good Good to see him finally get the credibility that he, he needs. and uh, Much I deserved. Got, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, he's got slightly smaller writing as well. But, well, he has yeah, a long he, name. He's got a very long name, yeah. But, uh, good um, In this season's show opening, uh, instead of seeing BJ run out to the chopper, we see him already there as he turns and nods while tending to a wounded soldier. Um, I did notice, I think we've mentioned this before, where I wonder why they didn't actually kind of refilm the opening bit, because you still see, it, this is from the pilot, mm -hmm. so you've still got the, the, the original um, uh, Father Mulcahy. Uh, oh, that's right. Him, so. Yeah, yeah. Odo. Odo, that's correct. No, Wasn't it's not it Odo? Odo? Oh, no, Odo uh, was in the movie. Oh. In the movie, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Still follow Mokehi. Okay. Yeah. Well, per the title, Bug Out is the process of breaking down the camp. After all, the M in MASH does stand for mobile. And uh, move it to another location due to a shift in the battlefield or the approach of the enemy or a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> This would be the first of three official bugouts for the 4077th MASH would make. The others occurred in episode title Cave and Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen, the series finale. There was also a partial bugout in The Party, with the personnel leaving temporarily but the camp remaining in place. Uh, Colonel Potter is offered volades by a Korean <laughs> trying to sell him land for relocation. Mr. The Teeth. Korean will... Sorry? <laughs> I said that was Mr. Teeth. Mr. Teeth, yeah. Um, the, the Korean War lasted from 1950 to 1953, and Volades was not released to the American public until 1953. Wow. Mm. This was the first of seven appearances by Jane Luff in various roles. The last appearance is in episode 242. Eileen Saki appears here as a Korean woman... But between episodes 171 and 226, she appears seven times as Rosie, the bar owner. 
And Klinger tells Colonel Potter that he's been working on his dresses for three years. This would make this episode to take place in 1953, the year, as we just mentioned, that the war ended. Mm. Yep, back to that fun timeline. Yeah, yeah. and did you, did you all notice that while Potter is singing in the shower that very fun song, Father Mulcahy goes to turn the water on, but the handle doesn't work, and then it falls off. I did. His his reaction is priceless. Yeah. Yeah. He just continues with the scene. Yeah. Well, that's that's true professionalism. Yes, yep. it is. Very that's true. why he was given a credit at the beginning. <laughs> What's his blood pressure? 116 over 80. I thought you were asleep. I always wake up when a lady pumps her sphygmal manometer. Besides, I don't sleep well on a soft wall. What time have you got? Time to flee. Captain, you're waxing poetic again. I also make candles. He's improving. With any luck, we'll have him on his feet in time for World War III. Perish the thought. Not to mention the people. The weather's clear. I can see the stars. The chopper ought to be here just after dawn. Is he going to be able to make it? Well, he's got his ticket, his matched luggage, and his souvenir satin pillow that says, I have visited Korea, landed a midnight mortar attack. How close is the enemy? Uh, that captain said we're in communist territory. Oh, thank you, comrade. And get me some borscht. Easy on the sour cream. <sighs> Corporal, have you heard if they're taking prisoners? I hope not. Chop suey makes me break out. I'll wait in the Jeep. Alright, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And I am at Tales Podcast. And we have a totally radical website, man. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. And you can send us your feedback to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And we even have a very cool store where you can buy all kinds of neat stuff, all with the Mash 4077 logo on it. Even has our pictures. I've seen it. Pretty cool stuff. You can find our online store at www.zazzle.com forward slash mash 4077 podcast and remember you can follow us on itunes direct download or of course from stitcher radio just search for mash 4077 podcast all right well i think that's going to do it for this episode i think uh meds and i enjoyed it a little bit more than al Mm. but overall a really good strong start to season five yeah so i'm kenny i'm simon and i'm yukon cornelius <laughs> we'll be seeing ya. Corporal? What's the scoop? Our boys beat him back. We're coming home. Thank God. <laughs> hey, Pokey. How are ya? Hey, Clinger, it was really scary. We were overrun by Chinese almost. Big deal. I was overrun by a batch of bimbos. They got everything but the dress on my back. Jeez, what a jip. I can't wear this every day. People will laugh. Hey, how Snuffy and the twins? You fed them, didn't you? Congratulations. You're a grandfather. How'd that happen? Very quickly. I think the twins broke one of the commandments. 
Wow. Have a cigar. Thanks. Oh, Frank, we were surrounded by Chinese. They were breathing down our necks. It tickled, but I kind of liked it. You haven't changed a bit. <laughs> Get aboard, Houlihan. Seen in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www.talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a Mickey, Mickey day. day. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programmes and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean. So just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us.
MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Today we are moving on to Season 5. Our first one is Episodes 1 and 2 called Bug Out. It's the 90s... Oh my gosh, I'm really... This is a good start. <clears throat> Today we're just... When pop up, good start. Uh oh, you guys there? I'm here. Okay, let me meds. I think we lost them.